I really want to be doing something that when I wake up in the morning, it excites me. I want to be doing something when I wake up in the morning that I am not anxious. Hey everyone, welcome to Minimally Millennial. I'm Shelby. And I'm JP. Our intention with this podcast is to create a community for young millennials navigating adulthood for the first time. We strive to look at life with direction and purpose and want to share this vision with all of y'all. Rather than avoiding the tough conversations, we want to talk about them and get them out in the open. So if you're like us and have days and you ask yourself, how the hell did I get here and what am I supposed to do next? Then you're in the right place. So together, we will unlock the secrets of adulting and try to answer the question, why did nobody tell me this shit? Let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Minimally Millennial. It is just me, JP, this week, as Shelby and I take turns just living life on our weekends as little weekend warriors. Sometimes we can be together, sometimes we can't, but that is the reality of adulting. On today's episode, um, trying to answer the question, why did nobody tell me this shit? I'm going to be talking about the Sunday scaries. And in fact, while I'm recording this, I would definitely say I have a big case of the Sunday scaries, which is what ultimately uh, uh, helped decide the episode topic of this week. So what I'm going to do is go into a little bit about what the Sunday scaries are, what leads to the Sunday scaries, and finally tips and tricks on how to combat those Sunday scaries. And it's interesting enough that I actually did not know what the Sunday scaries were until 2019. And I remember specifically when I learned about them because when I learned about them, I still did not understand it. And Shelby was the one who tried to explain it to me. We were out um, for Halloween and a group of girls for their Halloween costume dressed up as the Sunday scaries. And I could not, I didn't understand their costume. And I remember Shelby trying to explain it to me. And I still was like, okay, so it's that feeling that you get on a Sunday right before work. And I think at that time, the reason I could not understand it is mostly because I was like, you know, Sunday, you know, Monday's coming. You got this responsibility. What do you mean? Are you, you like just then waiting until the end of the weekend to think about all your responsibilities? I'm like, I got the scaries all week. And ultimately, I think that's um, what I I was probably living in a little bit of a state of anxiety. And so I didn't know what it meant to rest on the weekend. So I was anxious all the time. But there can be a way for you to relax and then you're kind of living for the weekend. And then when things start to round out, your weekend's coming to a close. You're like, all right, shoot, back to reality. Here we go. It's time to think about my responsibilities again. And that's what these quote Sunday scaries are. So doing some research for this episode, I was able to find an article of an interview of a psychologist, Dr. Susan Albers, and she explains why some of us struggle with our day of rest and offers a few helpful tips for making it more bearable. Everyone knows Sunday is usually supposed to be our day of rest, so it's a little ironic when we face that that period of time where it's like, okay, I'm supposed to be resting. Now I'm the most anxious I've been all week. Sunday scaries are feelings of intense anxiety and dread that routinely occur every Sunday. They often start in the late afternoon and continue into the evening. 
However, depending on a person's level of anxiety, these feelings can start as soon as they get out of bed on Sunday. And we all use Sunday as that typical day because most of us are working, you know, a Monday to Friday job. But if, say, you work Tuesday through Sunday or Tuesday through Saturday, you might have Saturdays or you might have Monday scaries because you are returning back to work on Tuesday. So the Sunday scaries can present in a, in different ways for different people. Uh, she says a lot of her clients describe it as a pit in the bottom of their stomach that grows as Sunday progresses or anxiety that haunts them throughout the day. And some physical manifestations of this are very similar to anxiety itself and include but are not limited to a racing heartbeat, sweating, difficulty breathing, trembling, upset stomach, trouble sleeping, headache, and in some extreme cases, depression or a heart attack even. When I started to understand what Sunday scaries were, it was because I finally was experiencing them, um, which I think maybe is a good thing and a bad thing. I was finally resting on my weekends rather than working seven days a week. And when I finally gave my time, my body and brain the the chance to rest and recover, when you have to switch from going to resting to transitioning your mind set into working, it takes a lot to flip that switch. Like it's not something you just do back and forth, easy peasy. It's like, all right, let's remember what it's like to work again. Let's not get overwhelmed. Let's figure out how we're going to carry this burden that we kind of ignored and compartmentalized for uh, two days. What we're going to talk about at the end of this episode is how to prep yourself to hopefully not experience an overwhelming amount of anxiety or the Sunday scaries on the Sunday before you're going to work and need to hopefully have a strong Monday and starting your week off in a good headspace. So believe it or not, Sunday scaries are fairly common and most people have experienced experienced them at one point or another. It's a normal reaction to adjusting to different roles and change. However, they wouldn't call it a clinical diagnosis. And I think why this is appropriate for conversation on our podcast is where you see Sunday scaries happening the most is that young adult transition when you're going from college to adulthood, quote, adulthood, even though we are adults already at that point, because we have lived for school, majority of us, up until you graduate, whether that be 22, 24, 26, when you're finishing up on whatever level of degree you're at, and you go into that standard, traditional Monday through Friday, eight to five type work, you are, quote, a weekend warrior. We live for the weekends. And now not only have you kind of whiplashed yourself into this new pattern of living, you only get what you would feel almost like two days of freedom compared to in college. You have a lot more freedom and flexibility with your time. That's why we are seeing such a spike of those Sunday scaries at the age group of 24 to 32. So next, I want to talk about why we're having these Sunday scaries and what could be causing them outside of just a traditional change in your lifestyle. 
because it can be a little bit deeper than just simply having a lifestyle change. And it's important to ask yourself, why is this occurring and what I can do to improve it? Sunday scaries are not something that you should have to just live with for the rest of your life and assume they are part of every single week patterns. You should be able to have your weekend full of relaxation and recovery and be able to start that Monday strong without this dooming gloom in your stomach when you're thinking about the next day. And obviously there are special cases. Not everybody loves their job and sometimes your job is just a paycheck. But ultimately we're only on this earth for so many years, so many days, so many hours. Let's figure out how we can best use the few, the little time that we have to its full capability. I would hate for you to assume that Sunday scaries are inevitable and you must experience them for the rest of your life. So let's get to why you might be having them. So this, these top five reasons for the Sunday scaries come from RamseySolutions.com. And I thought they were the uh, strongest arguments for why you might be having the Sunday scaries. Number one, you're not doing the work you are made to do. We all were designed for a very specific and unique role on this earth. We all have great skills and tuning into what your strengths and skills are and knowing what those are and putting them out there in the universe to the best of your ability is what you should be doing. And if you're not fulfilling that role, then you probably feel like a piece of you is missing out. You don't feel like you're filling up your cup. You're not reaching that true purpose in life. And if you have to do that for five of the seven days of the week, of course you're going to have this gloomy feeling the night before you have to go spend eight hours a day, 40 hours a week of something that's not fulfilling you. I really want to be doing something that when I wake up in the morning, it excites me. I want to be doing something when I wake up in the morning that I am not anxious. And we obviously will have ebbs and flows with our relationship with work, but there you do not should not be in a role where you, it is causing you daily anxiety so think about what your passion is think about what your strengths are find maybe a different job that can really shine a light on what your strengths are shine a light on the skill set you have and so you can be providing a service to the community that you're in it is possible, and I encourage all of you to ask yourself that question. I'm fulfilling the purpose that I was meant to, to, be, to do, be doing. Number two, you work in a hostile work environment. Nobody wants to work in an environment where there's constantly gossiping, competition is cutthroat, you feel like you can't trust anyone. And honestly, if there is more drama that makes you feel like you're on a TV show, then I'm not surprised you're having Sunday scaries. Who wants to spend 40 hours of their week wondering, is the, is the person behind me just going to talk about me behind my back as soon as I leave the room? Is someone just going to cut me down in front of the other person that when I'm trying to step up and speak out? Like, Really think about the environment that you're putting yourself in. If it's a hostile work environment that you have no ability to process or no ability to change, then those Sunday scaries are probably a little bit inevitable. 
Number three, you're you're buried by your responsibilities. Well, I think we all have felt this during COVID. Um, the work life changed completely. A lot of people are resigning from their jobs. We're seeing the great resignation. And this means that people are having to take on the roles of one, two, three people that have left them. And we're being overworked. That takes a toll on you. And we're not meant to hold the responsibility of three or four other people on your team. It's just not possible. But a lot of us signed up for that during COVID just to get through. And anxiety is going to be a normal consequence of always feeling like you can't keep up with the pressure of your job. If your job is constantly making you feel like you you aren't succeeding and you're, you are letting everyone down, you're not going to want to go into work the next day. And when you have so much work on your plate and you can't learn to either put boundaries in place or if, or if work is unable to recognize that they are overloading you, those Sunday scaries are going to set in every single Sunday because that work environment is just is crushing you with the amount of unnecessary load. So combating that, I mean, it's either going to be you're buried by responsibilities because you've taken on too much and you've said yes and haven't learned to set boundaries or two, it's, you know, outside circumstances that might be dictating your huge workload. Number four, your work isn't valued. Maybe your leader doesn't recognize your hard work. Um, maybe celebrating wins isn't a part of your company's culture, but either way, feeling underappreciated will make it a lot more difficult to get juiced about showing up to your office. And I know that my job has its creative ways of trying to make sure we feel valued. Uh, at lunch here and there, they do the best they can with the resources they have, but it is really important to have a supervisor who can sit there and say, hey, I appreciate you for what you're doing. Thank you for all your hard work. Everyone needs that. If someone's not being appreciated or shown that they are value on a team, why are they even there? Why would you want to come to work if you don't feel like you? it matters if you show up or don't show up? If you don't feel like your work is bringing value to the team, then why would you come to work? And that is going to just cause anxiety on Sundays. Number five, you are bored out of your mind. If you got too much work, obviously it's going to drain you, but you can also have too little work. And without a healthy level of challenge, you will be bored. You cannot grow and you definitely won't look forward to Monday morning. And sometimes it might be the cause of burning out. If you have just lost all that motivation, but no one's holding you accountable and you just got to show up and be in your office all day and you still get the paycheck, you're now, you're exhausted. You're not motivated. You're not getting challenged. So why would you continue showing up? And no one notices if you don't do or don't show up. So you're bored out of your mind. Some people might take advantage of this, but I don't think this is a healthy way to improve yourself as a human being. So being able to identify, are my Sunday scaries coming from one of these five things is going to be super important. And those five things, again, are number one, you're not doing the work you were made to do. Number two, you're working in a hostile work environment. Number three, you're buried by your responsibilities. Number four, your work isn't valued. And number five, you're bored out of your mind. So I would encourage you, if Sunday scaries are something that's really starting to consume you, 
And I mean, you're starting to think about your scaries on Saturday before you even know they hit. Take some time and ask yourself, why do I think I'm having the Sunday scaries? What is leading to this emotion? And I'm trying to identify it. Once you identify it, it's a lot easier to find a solution, which leads me to the next portion of this podcast. 10 ways we can combat the Sunday scaries. And these 10 tips are from Dr. Albers herself. And so I'm going to read through her list and share them with y'all. So number one, she encourages us to change your mindset. Be mindful of the thoughts that run through your head on Sunday nights. Replace negative thoughts like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow with positive, encouraging statements like, I can do this or this is nothing new. I will be okay. And I have actually started doing this. And sometimes when you're creating a new habit, it feels uncomfortable. It feels like you're lying to yourself a little bit maybe or you are faking it till you make it. But there is studies that show the importance and power of positivity and that negative self-talk that you're doing is only causing a negative feedback loop. If you can stop the habit of talking negatively about your work environment, finding positive things that you're looking forward to in your job, it will really eventually change your mindset and refocus you. And give yourself a timeline, like say, okay, I'm going to give myself six weeks to work on changing my mindset and give it an actual six weeks. If you really notice no improvement in that six weeks, then it's time to maybe reevaluate something else that's going on. Something else might be the root cause and it might not be coming from something intrinsically. It might be something extrinsically. Number two. Create a Sunday night routine. A routine will give you something to look forward to and ease the transition. This could be watching your favorite TV show or making a special Sunday evening meal. Our bodies and minds love consistency and routine. So the one thing that why we love consistency in, and routine is because when we are falling into a routine, our mind and body is taking the path of least, least resistance. And when we do that, that takes less mental energy and we have more energy saved up for those things that might be a little bit more stressful. So number three, treat yourself to Monday morning perks. This could be enjoying a cup of coffee from your favorite coffee shop or listening to a podcast on your way to work. Give you something to look forward to that's special and unique to a Monday morning that amps you up. I like to listen to a a playlist that's specifically for Monday morning when I'm going into work and it's trying to amp me up and it's putting me in a good mood for when I walk through those doors. Number four, get good sleep. You think this is something that I wouldn't have to say, but it's something we repeat on this podcast. Sleep is good for you. Don't say you can sleep when you're dead. You need seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Um, Try and get, you know, maybe some tea at night. Create a routine that helps you Fall asleep at the same time every night and when your body has that routine and it knows like, okay, maybe when I'm going to take a hot shower the night uh, at night, my mind is already ready to know that after a shower, I get a cup of hot tea and then I th- it's time for bed. And our mind likes that routine and that pattern, which then leads to, you know, uh, hopefully a healthier number of hours of sleep. 
Number five, visualize a better Sunday. There's a, a lot of science out there that that supports the uh, visualization techniques. People do it in sports. People do it right before speeches. Um, and so you can imagine walking through your day calmly in your mind. When you wake up in the morning, imagine how you want to feel. Imagine what yourself would be doing if it wasn't anxious. Research indicates that positive imagery can really trick our mind into calming down and it increases our confidence. So continue, try to do that. What do you wish your Sunday looked like if you did not have the Sunday scaries? And the more you believe it, the more hopefully you achieve it. Number six, switch on the offside. If possible, avoid doing work during that during the weekend to allow yourself to recharge your batteries. And this was something that I really had to learn to do once I had a job that allowed me to do it previously when I was working seven days a week, I did not ever have time to recharge. And so I was having Sunday scaries every day of the week. But I do think there is a benefit to compartmentalizing your stressors and focusing on recharging. Everyone knows like when you fill up your gas tank to the top and it's full, your car drives a lot better than when you're trying to drive it on E all the time. Or when your phone battery is charged at 100%, it's going to run a lot better than when you're on that 2 to 5% mark every day. So give yourself that time to recharge. Number seven, work on some Sunday projects. Engaging your mind and gearing up for the work week can help ease the transition from relaxation to work mode. Do your meal prep, put a piece of furniture together, or clean. Mindless tasks can help you get ready for the week ahead. So again, this is going into working on something that you can find flow in. And if you haven't heard of flow, I would highly encourage you to look it up. But flow is something that you're doing that you can kind of lose track of time in. You really get into that creativity state and it allows your time, your brain actually time to rest and recharge. That could be gardening. That could be scrapbooking. It could be, um, yeah, meal prepping. I like that example a lot. Number eight, exercise. Movement is a natural antidepressant. You need to be sure to ex exercise every Sunday to help boost the feel-good chemicals in your brain. If you are suffering with any level of depression, anxiety, Sunday scaries, uh, anxiety, get your body moving you would be amazed at how much of a difference it can make. And you don't need to go out there doing a CrossFit workout every Sunday. Go to Pilates, do a yoga class, take your dogs on a walk, but don't sit on the couch every day. Get your butt up and get moving. Number nine, create a to-do list for Monday. Before you go to bed, maybe jot down the most important things you need to do on a Monday morning. This can help you release your worries and organize your thoughts so you can fall asleep much easier. This is something I always try to tell myself I'm going to do and then don't do a great job of it. So it's something I'm hoping to implement because my to-do list is never ending in my head. And the moment I can write it down on paper, it's like, all right, those are tomorrow's problems. And when I'm ready to talk about them and face them and have the time and energy to deal with them, I've got my list. I'm ready to hear. And it's been compartmentalized into this little box. And when you do that, it says... Your brain says, okay, I've gotten out of my system. Now we can rest. Number 10, last but not least, last but not least, listen to the message. Think about what your dread is really about is really important. And that's why I gave the causes of 
the Sunday scaries first. You have to identify what's causing it before you can actually try to resolve it. So ask yourself, these Sunday scaries, are they trying to tell you something? What's really bothering you? When you truly understand what is triggering the anxiety or bothering you deep down, you will get some relief by just being able to identify it and name it. If it's just out there in the doom and the gloom and the in the abyss, then you're never going to be able to solve that Sunday scary feeling. But I'm going to tell you, if you listen to this episode and you can identify with anything from it, I really hope it's to identify the cause of your Sunday scaries. And I'm doing this. This is something that I am realizing today. I have to do personally if I want to get through my week. If I I have struggled with not feeling good to about Wednesday, and then I'm like, all right, now we're rolling down that hill Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but I want to have a good week all week because Monday and Tuesday are important. And if I'm always assuming Monday and Tuesday are going to be bad, then that's a lot of Monday and Tuesdays for the rest of my life. And I want to hopefully spend my hours of my day, of my work week, where we spend 80% of our life I want to be doing something purposeful. I want to be doing something fulfilling. I want to be surrounded by good and strong people. And if I don't have those things, then I know that I am going to not look forward to waking up on a Monday morning. So that's just a little bit of insight into my life and what I'm also trying to hopefully ingrain in all of y'all. And we're working through this together. Sunday scaries are real. And if... At any point you feel like it becomes debilitating, if the Sunday scaries are really impacting your ability to sleep or even causing problems with your eating habits, those might be some red flags that you need additional help. Um, If your anxiety level is getting too high, it might be something that you should seek further care. But hopefully if you're just trying to identify a little bit of that anxiety, anxiety, exhaustion feeling for those Monday mornings and you start your week off strong. Start with these 10 points. If you're recognizing it's too big of a problem for you to handle, that's okay. That's You You should be proud of yourself for identifying that that you need help and you are strong and you, you're brave for asking for help. I encourage you all to identify, start with these 10 steps. And if you need a little extra help, reach out to a provider or therapist and let them know you are ready to address and identify your Sunday scaries. That's all I have for you this week. Shelby and I will be back next week. And I really am excited to continue the conversations. As always, we are Minimally Millennial and we we like to ask the question, why did nobody tell me this shit? Why did nobody tell me about Sunday scaries? But here they are. They're, we're addressing them. We're going to face them. And we're going to be strong about it. I hope you all have a fabulous week. And we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. We want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you like what you heard, make sure to download, rate, and review. For more content from your faves, follow us on Instagram at minimally.millennial.podcast. A new episode is released every Sunday at midnight, so don't forget to set those reminders for your Monday morning commute. We'll see you next week to once again tackle the question, why did nobody tell me this shit?